It's top of the hour, Americans, and another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there or behind the lines, this is your song. Now the voices of former President Donald J. Trump, film producer John Paul Rice, and speaker Anaki Lucas in this week's edition of Hear It Now. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. We enacted bills to fight sex trafficking, increase support for survivors, and raise the standards by which we judge whether other countries are meeting their duty to fight human trafficking. This is a corporate criminal class of people who have merged with the mafia, rogue intelligence organizations all over the world. They've built up an entire corrupt apparatus. I was raised in Belgium and sold into a murderous pedophile network right around my sixth birthday. I was used in this network for five years and a half. Adult men that were part of this exclusive club were there for various reasons, but there was a lot of alcohol, a lot of drugs, and the children were the commodity, the highest, the most valued commodity. Hear it now. 
Biograph Company, LLC, through its affiliated broadcast radio stations and online media platforms worldwide, presents a document for ear based on the news and the people who made it. All the voices and sounds you will hear are real and presented as they were spoken in the heat and confusion of a world in crisis. It is broadcast in the hope that the collection of these scraps of sound into a weekly recorded history may add another dimension of the understanding in the difficult days ahead. Hello America and the world, and welcome to a very special Hear It Now episode. The accusations of Pizzagate that were voraciously and completely dismissed by the fact-checkers, if you remember, this group allegedly had many deep state politicians, dark forces that were involved in child trafficking and abuse, and it was also dismissed by the intelligentsia as conspiracy theories, and anyone who even talked of this was suppressed or called absolutely insane for even the thought. But the former now seems almost mild to what we are about to do here that is factual and is coming to light. A group called the Lincoln Project, a rogue Republican group that hated President Trump so obsessively they wanted in every way to destroy him. This is a fact. It is also aimed to prevent the re-election of Donald Trump and defeat most of the Republicans or even conservatives. Lincoln Project co-founder John Weaver aggressively and sexually harassed an underage boy, according to the journalist who initially broke the story. This tore a hole wide open, and another second teenager has accused Warner of the same. Now it is a massive debacle with so much nefarious activity that they have even shut down their own website. They did not have to wait for social media to do it. But wait, they're hating Trump. The Lincoln Group, a president who had ushered throughout his administration anti-child abuse and trafficking legislation. More than any other president had in years. What is hidden and what is not? To even consider this is a reality so horrifying, but it gets worse. A story of satanic cults of children being sacrificed. This is not QAnon. This was from 60 Minutes in Australia. This was a story back in 1989, and now it's resurfacing because people are having awareness now. And now someone very special And he was also a victim, when he was a child, of family child abuse. But also, being in the Hollywood scene, he tells us what he knows that allegedly that is one of the most alarming reports that you will hear on this program. 
welcome, welcome, John Paul Rice. First, I just want to thank you for having me on and giving me this opportunity to speak with you. And I lived in Los Angeles for 19 years, from 2001 to 2019. You know, I came out there as an actor, um, stars in my eyes. I had a legitimate, you know, reason to do so. Um, I'd, I'd gotten some early breaks for a, a new actor in film. Uh, I was in Remember the Titans as a, a Titan football player. I was on the team and I was with them for two months in Georgia, uh, filming all around the state of Georgia when I was a young man. And that launched my film career, got me into commercials, local independent films, moved out to LA after the premiere of Titans, um, went out there with $500 in my wallet, uh, a couple of credit cards and a floor to sleep on. Right. And I made it work. But <clears throat> I did not, I said this in some of my earlier or, or subsequent interviews after my, my video went super viral in August. And I didn't know what I was seeing, right? Because I didn't have the awareness right. of knowing what was going on. Right. And even, even back then compared to now, it was tame compared to now. What I mean by that is it's a hypersexualized materialist culture. I learned about human trafficking my understanding of it prior to this time was that it existed. It was in American cities. I, I knew of prostitution, stripping, and pornography being in LA. Right. And human trafficking to me came into the visual part with children. When I saw a movie at the Directors Guild, it was a short film in 2009, I want to say. It was called Fields of Mudan. I knew the filmmaker uh, uh, back then, and he, he was a very, it was beautifully cast and directed. This was about little children, a little, little, not babies, five, six years old, on up to maybe 11 or 12. But I didn't know about human trafficking to the level and degree that I began, began to understand it until the election of Donald Trump. And I want to thank you all for being here as we mark the 20th anniversary of Trafficking Victims Protection Act. Very important. 20 years ago, this nation took a historic step to protect the victims of this form of modern-day slavery here in the United States and all around the world. My administration is 100 percent committed to eradicating human trafficking from the earth. Now back with film producer John Paul Rice, and this is taken from his own knowledge, from many informational sources, from victims who are finally coming out around the world. I learned about this time was that human trafficking is a $150 billion a year industry. That's what's known. And it is, and it has tentacles that stretch deep into our own CIA over decades. There is testimony on YouTube with Cynthia McKinney and Donald Rumsfeld talking about DynCorp. That is one of hundreds that have been documented, incidences like that. Young children, sex prostitution, pedophile rings. So you, so you go through this and you start reading these things and you start 
hearing testimonies, court cases, books, court records, former FBI agents, former police officers, former people I meet who are credible, who've been, on, tele who've been on television. And then I read about what the real issue of Pizzagate, where it started, which most people don't know, had to do with the WikiLeaks emails with Laura Silsby and Bill Clinton acting on behalf of Laura Silsby, who was part of the Clinton Foundation down in Haiti and was trafficking undocumented children out of Haiti into the United States on planes. The WikiLeaks have been released. These are things yes. that are out there that people can look at. It's not QAnon, and I'm not putting down, look, I just want to, I want to, Take uh, just a second here, sure. because I want both people who have followed Q and those who think it's a crazy conspiracy theory to know one thing. Everybody who believed in that wanted one thing and one thing only, to take down the deep state. And if you're going to take a crap on somebody who wanted to do that and blame QAnon, when you just watched an entire election just get completely stolen from the American people, people declared 75 million people domestic terrorists by default. Anybody who is like taking a shot at low-hanging fruit because people hoped beyond all hopes that the monstrosity that we're discussing right now would stop, get your head checked. Stop with the cognitive dissonance. You're doing exactly what the mainstream media, the exactly. corporate news media wants you to do, is to label people who have a different opinion, who may not know what you know, but the fact that you're not willing to talk to each other is the problem, and they've given it to you, and you've taken the bait. You don't even need to look towards QAnon. You can you look on the internet Nobody. and see thousands and thousands of cases. That's right. Nobody. Let me just say this. Nobody came to me, John Paul Rice, or my business partner, and said, you guys need to look at this and do something about it. These people, this is a corporate criminal class of people who have merged with the mafia, rogue intelligence organizations all over the world, they've built up an entire corrupt apparatus to the level that goes all the way into the Vatican. They've paid out hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in settlements for sexual abuse of children over decades in multitudes of countries. This is just what had been proven in court of the victims that were still alive that still came forward, they were still able to have enough evidence to get their case heard and afford a lawyer who was willing to take it on. It is all accessible and publicly accessible and they can do their research on it and see all of the things that you say. I, I tell people, look, do not believe me. Go and prove this for yourself. Exactly. Go and prove it wrong. And I'm not, I'm not here to lay claim that I have all the facts. There are people who are way more researched than I am that could give you point-by-point point detailed accounts of who, when, where, what, why, how, and they can put it all together on a timeline for you. And those are the people who confirmed everything I learned independently on my own. Um, this has been going on for a very, very long time. We've got to distinguish a couple of things. Human trafficking is slavery. It's enslavement. Yes. It comes in all forms economic, sexual, physical, mental, psychological, you are, yes. you are owned, it's psychological ownership. And this is the thing, folks, if you don't understand, what these people do to children are most vulnerable and defenseless of all of our species. They do to every single one of you by the effect of being who they are. Yes. They hurt children, they're going to hurt you. They, they put fear in children, they're going to put fear in you. They terrorize children. They're going to terrorize you by the policy 
or anything that they get involved with, they are going to make sure that that energetic, that energetic spiritual energy goes out into the minds and bodies of as many people as possible. They are psychopathic at the top, top level. They are completely psychopathic and they recreate their childhood in humanity. They sow their crap from their mind and their feeling into society. This is how child abuse works. It's violence done against the will, the free will of an individual. Uh, there are people that uh, have even spoken on speaking tour that are out there, but yep. they have come out and they have stated the same exact thing that you have. These are people that have been abducted when they were young and become yep. slaves, period. Anake Lucas's testimony, and she's got TED Talks and she's got subsequent interviews that she's done all over the place. That woman, I personally know her. Right. She and I talk quite regularly. Um, we've become close friends. But before I knew her, I saw her testimony and I could read the reality that was coming through. And she was taken when it was her time, as she said, to be killed. My name is Annika Lucas. I am a mom. I have pets. And I'm currently the leader of an organization that brings yoga into prisons. I'm also a survivor of child sex trafficking. I was raised in Belgium and sold into a murderous pedophile network right around my sixth birthday. I was used in this network for five years and a half. Adult men that were part of this exclusive club were there for various reasons, but there was a lot of alcohol, a lot of drugs, and the children were the commodity, the highest, the most valued commodity, and were used for sex mostly. But there were a number of aristocrats that were part of this club who also liked killing children. And then my time had come. At the age of 11, <clears throat> I was about to be killed. I was tortured because someone who had protected me for a while and then abused me really badly was done with me. I was strapped to a butcher's block. That was black from the blood of all the children that had come before me. I was there for a few hours. My body is full of scars and every scar reminds me of the moment. I thought that I was going to be killed like all the children that weren't loved enough to live, and I was going to be forgotten as well, and I wasn't ready to die. Someone from inside that network loved me enough to rescue me. That torture lasted a few hours. However, I was 
in that network for five years and a half. Anake Lucas, to me, is probably one of the most courageous of, of the, in the modern times um, because she describes very clearly in that video testimony that lasts, uh, I think it's under 10 minutes, the first one. It's very clear, six years old. And by the time she was 13 or 11, no, by the time she was 11, she had been raped over 1300 hours. She was laid on a block of wood, a butcher's block with straps and, the, and it was black from the blood stains of the other children who had been there before her. And somebody on the inside saved her. That was going to be her fate as the fate of all the others. And look, I know that the response to this, and I can only imagine as your listeners are hearing this, maybe for the first time, the terror that these emotions, that the anger that these emotions, these that that come up. This is not the majority of humanity. This, in fact, is the most horror that they can put upon the majority of the world with all of the good yet and cannot destroy. And, and, I, and I, 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 I am out there speaking because I want people to know what you are, you have not been allowed to know by these very people who abuse children from the Vatican into all of our institutions, including Wall Street and definitely the media industrial complex and Hollywood being an agent and a division of that tentacle of that entity of the six major corporations this they are defending their system every day and they have to create division in people so that it keeps you away from thinking about the one tenth of one percent and screwing everything up for all of you they make it about a virus they make it about race they make it about a movement they make it about a president they make it about whatever they can get their hands on to use and weaponize to make people agitated and more contentious. They do. What these people do to children, they do to each and every single one of us. And you just have to, you have to allow yourself to, to contemplate that as not the darkness, but the concepts of what I'm talking about, because it is detrimental for all of us to be involved and engaged with people who are not willing to address this issue. Hollywood has been accused of pedophilia at a record rate over the last four years from Chrissy Teigen and all of her disgusting tweets, which are disgusting. Even in whatever context she meant them, it's disgusting. James Gunn, whatever he did with comedy and all his pedophilia jokes, not one or two, multiple ones, talking about rape and and where was the me too crowd when he talked about ass raping a girl nowhere to be found it was all in the same thing they said they were jokes and racial con context tweets the people in hollywood when hearing he got fired off the guardians of the galaxy they said we'd hire him in a minute michelle obama is up there praising harvey weinstein on c-span in 2017 talking about i think it was 2017 i could be wrong about the date but she's up there talking about her great great friend harvey weinstein whom she let her own daughter intern at his company harvey weinstein is a guy in town who had the reputation everybody in the industry knew this to think that obama and the secret service didn't have couldn't pick up a phone and call somebody why would you you <laughs> 
you have to make a, you have to have a lot of mental gymnastics to think that these people don't know who they are. They know who Jeffrey Epstein is. Cindy McCain came out and said, we all knew what he was doing. We all knew all, all like who, who's all, who's Cindy McCain and John McCain hanging around. It's not just Republicans. Those are the people on TV talking about to everyone in the club. Everybody knew it because everybody's in the club. This idea that this was all kind of going on in secret and crap. No, it's secret to all of us, but it's not secret to the people. Now, let me be very clear, though. Everybody knows, but everybody doesn't know. Only the people in the club know. And then everybody else kind of sees it, but they don't really know. And then there's a lot of gossip and rumors. Well, I mean, you don't you don't just you don't just like no different than if somebody I mean, I've seen people do this with me and I was just like, wow, this is crazy. But you could string together a bunch of photos and you can make, you know, assumptions about a lot of associations. That's not what we're talking about here. No. We're not talking about, you know, a photo or one video with this person hanging out at the same party and taking pictures with each other. No, we're talking about people that have certain behaviors that everybody know exist, certain proclivities, certain personality disorders. You know, when, when we go make a movie, uh, well, a big budget movie, they go pull the insurance records on every one of their stars. They pull the records on all the medications that they're taking, their criminal right. background checks, right. all the stuff that nobody hears about in the media because they hide it, you know, they pay off right. everybody, um, whatever, whatever. Or everybody just knows and then they leave it alone. Whatever the deal is, everybody audits everybody's history because nobody is going to sit down and throw $50 million or $100 million down on a film and pay you a salary if you're, uh, if you're on the edge or on the ledge or have something that could potentially become a bigger liability than what already is, right? What they're already willing to put up with. For whom, let me just give it to you very clear. Three years after Me Too, the arrest and, and court trial of Harvey Weinstein and conviction. Three years after that marker and one year after Epstein and one month after Maxwell's arrest. Hollywood, among 15,000 films that are made a year, for which they are tabling their blockbusters and their bigger films to 2021 and 2022, three years after all of this, rights, sexual abuse, assault, rape, torture, everything you've heard, and they throw you cuties. The people in Los Angeles who are listening to this, you don't need them no. to have an industry. No. You don't need these people. You do not need to be worried about your reputation among these people. John, I would also like for you to share with our audience the experiences that you personally had with child abuse. Well, um, my childhood was, uh, looking back on it, was very intense. Um, both of them were alcoholics. Uh, by that time, my dad was drinking regularly every day. 
what happened was at the beginning, I was cared for and given a lot of attention and love. But when the troubles started was, you know, I couldn't save the marriage, of course, because I'm a little infant. I was sexually abused as a child by my parents. Uh, my father um, did some pretty violent things to me. Uh, he did not beat me, thankfully. Uh, so if you looked at both of these people, you would have never thought that what I just had told you previously, that it would even be possible that these people, how you couldn't conceive of it. So I would love to dovetail into mm -hmm. a project that you are doing that yep. I have just seen the trailer of it and it's simply amazing. I would love for you to tell us about that. I have made a movie on human trafficking of children. We got into that a little bit about Child's Voice in this time as a result of all my research. The Child's Voice, it's on uh, it's on our website, norestrictionsent.com, No Restrictions Entertainment, or you can go to Vimeo's On Demand area and look up a Child's Voice. But that's the movie that um, has really put us on the map globally uh, in this time because we did this before uh, Epstein, Maxwell was known, uh, and really before Me Too even. And uh, we were talking about global networks of pedophiles and with satanic worship. But the, I, I just want to get this out. All of our movies that we do are coming in the face of uncertainty and people rising to that occasion of what can I do? What is the real? See, to me, art is kind of like, here's what I see. Here's what I know to be true. And here's what I hope for. And, and if I'm going to show you something dark or quote dark, um, but something, you know, not positive, I need to have an equal and opposite, uh, you know, turn that is believable within the structure of the story. So, um, I just wanted to put that out there about Child's Voice is it's a story of a road to redemption through love and it deals with human trafficking of children. Yes, but it's got a very, very, very beautiful message to it. I just want to let audiences know there's a great review of it on unsung films. If people want to get a kind of analysis so that they don't get, you know, go in thinking, oh my God, this is too horrific. I can't right. watch. Um, we, we don't do, we do everything very deftly and handle it very tastefully, um, but convey the very important parts of it. Um, so the thing that I, you know, I, I tell people is like, I separated, I separated from Hollywood, uh, when I made that movie, whether I knew it or not, I, I think in 2018, I knew that I had pretty much, uh, laid down a marker that was, if anybody had investigated into that film that I made, um, they would they wouldn't fund our movies. Yeah. So um, the reason you, you brought up the, the next project that we're doing is game day. And exactly. this is one that we're doing. We, let me, let me say how Edgar Bravo and I work together. We've done six independent films together over 11 years. We decided we wanted to make movies that we like that grab us that are interesting and come from a authentic point of view about the realities of life that are not talked about, and yet they're the most freeing and healing because they're truthful without being preachy, without trying to tell you about a predetermined outcome. Uh, and, and, and so with Game Day, we base this on a real Italian-American family living in Philadelphia who are Eagle fans. And they gather together at the home one home every year 
to watch their most hated rival, the Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys. John, what is your advice to give to uh, child abuse and child trafficking survivors? Uh, how to help them? How to help them cope? And uh, being a victim yourself, what can they do? Yeah, because I, 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 I'm right there with you. I've, I mean, I, I had, listen, I, I've had my illusions of reality shattered um, and had to face them, you know, in, in, in like all of us do in our own unique way. But right. I really, um, I've cried a lot of tears, a lot deep ones, really painful ones too, um, especially because of the traumas that uh, I've healed as a result of that crying though. Um, to find strength, resolve, uh, to become a warrior for children. Um, not a self-appointed one, but one that I, I live in my heart and I don't need any, I'm not looking for, uh, you know, fame and fortune out of that. I'm, I'm just doing it regardless. Uh, it's, it's, I stepped into it and I'm going to uh, continue to contribute in that area as long as I want to and can. But here's what I can say for everybody else. Um, awakening is a process that has many steps to it and it spans over time. And the thing that I tell people is like, you don't need to go diving into human trafficking of children to, uh, you know, a more awakened nightmare state where it's going to cause you sleepless nights and, and, and make you go crazy. Um, because a lot of people just like, even me, I have to put it out of my mind. I don't, I don't constantly obsess over it. I can't think about it. I got to live my life. Um, but I affect what I can and where I, where I feel I'm needed. So when people ask me like, what, what, what do I do? What, how do I, you know, you're, it, the fact that you're asking the question is the good starting point, but it's gotta be answered by you really. How do you change and transform society? Well, I take the buck, Mr. Fuller approach, which is you never, you never destroy the existing structure by fighting against it. Right. But you, you build in a new direction. have brought all of this into the light so that you can hear and know stories of child trafficking all over the world, even within our own government. These people are our enemies, and many have risen to power in this country. With all of this and what it brings, you may ask, what is there to do? The storm is here, but storms are a part of life. We must learn to ride and use the winds of that storm once again, using that awesome force against the changing tide, thus conquering it. Let us dig deep into our minds and grasp the logic 
of reasonable humans to protect and preserve this faltering bit of freedom on earth against all of its enemies, foreign and domestic. The ones with this power now have broken their oaths before their mouths were ever even opened. For so many gave so much for so long. Now it is yours. For with all the lies and deceit and criminal activities and falsehoods and overwhelming lies by people who truly wish to harm you, it is still yours and in your hands. And you still have the power to change it and to turn the tide of their storm onto them. Whereas they will perish by their own hand. It is up to you. been listening to Hear It Now, a document for ear of the week's news. All the sounds and voices were real and were recorded as they were in the heat and confusion of a world in crisis. Hear It Now is edited and produced by Thomas R. Bond, associate producers Frank B. Marks and Lisa M. Bond. It is heard and broadcast online on KTOX 1340 AM and 104.1 FM Needles, California, and heard on online platforms worldwide. Theme music composed and recorded by Alessandro Sanini. Weekly at this time on the same broadcast stations. This has been a Biograph LLC production. <laughs>